Today on the newscast, Iran's drone dynasty grows as U.S. forces in Syria are targeted yet again. Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. Filming one more day here in Tustin, California at TBN Studio. Southern California, not a bad place to be. We are right by the beach, but we have serious matters to discuss today. And I'm talking in particular about Iran's growing drone dynasty. Yes, the Iranian regime is becoming a drone superpower. Folks, I do not say that lightly. We will break down all the details in a minute. Before I do... I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. And a quick programming note, tomorrow, Wednesday, August 17th, we will have a Watchman Newscast live stream right here on the channel between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So be sure to join us live and bring your questions for our Q&A session. It's going to be good. What is not so good is what Iran is up to right now with their unmanned aerial vehicle program, UAVs, better known here in the newscast as drones. Yesterday, Iran kicked off what it's calling a two-week drone tournament, military drone tournament, which includes, of course, Iranian forces, but also forces from Russia, Belarus, and Armenia. On the ground right now, representatives from those three countries along with their Iranian counterparts. And until August 28th, two solid weeks, the four countries will participate in this so-called drone tournament. Iran is calling it its falcon hunting competition. And what it is is essentially all four countries are rolling out their drone hardware. We're in particular using, I should say, Iranian drone hardware military drones, attack drones, reconnaissance drones, drones of all shapes and sizes that are rolling off the Iranian assembly lines as we have documented here for you on the newscast. And it is a friendly competition and the four countries' representatives from the four will judge the victor at the end of this two-week competition. Again, in which many different sorts of military drills and exercises will be conducted using Iran's advanced drones. Now, Iran has taken great pride over the past two years in particular of rolling their domestically produced drones off the assembly lines. We've showed you here in the newscast many times. I mean, you have smaller reconnaissance drones, you have attack drones, drones that can be packed with explosives and flown into a target. Iran has put a very large emphasis on expanding that drone program. They see it as the future of warfare, particularly in their region, the Middle East. And they are using uh, and sharing that drone technology with their proxies like Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis in Yemen, the various Shia militias in Iraq and Syria, all the beneficiaries of Iran's drone program. Again, they take great, great pride in it. They are frequently holding large-scale drone drills and military exercises, and this so-called falcon hunting competition is just the latest. Now, I think the most troubling aspect of this, beyond the mere, the sheer growth of Iran's drone program and their use of drones throughout the region, is the participation of Russia. Yes, Belarus and Armenia are there, but again, folks, another indicator 
that Vladimir Putin's regime is throwing in its lot more and more with Iran. And it's kind of a mutually, for them, beneficial relationship. Just last week, as we reported here in the newscast, Russia launched an Iranian satellite into space. But Iran, with the drone technology, is training Russians right now on the ground to use those Iranian drones. And I'm not just talking about the competition, the tournament that's going on this month, as we have reported here. Iran is supplying Russia with hundreds of Iranian-made drones that Russia will use in its war on Ukraine. And again, Russian military members on the ground being trained by Iranians in the use of those very drones. This is a growing alliance. It's not just a relationship, it is an alliance between Russia and Iran that is vastly growing by leaps and bounds. And the two countries need each other. This is really no surprise on the face of it. Cooperation has increased over the past decades uh, between Russia and Iran. But now that both countries are isolated in a sense and uh, being targeted by Western sanctions, they have come even closer together. Before, I would say that Iran needed Russia more than Russia needs Iran. But since the Ukraine war kicked off back in February, Russia has also found itself isolated on the world stage. So it needs friends. And Iran has stood doggedly by Vladimir Putin, is supporting the Ukraine invasion, as has Bashar al-Assad in Syria, China, of course, Venezuela, Belarus, and other actors. So Putin is kind of shoring up his base right now, and Iran is certainly part of that. And Iran, again, needs their Russian and Chinese patrons to help them evade Western sanctions. So uh, a nasty mix there of very unsavory actors all coming together. I've called it the gathering storm, the modern day gathering storm against America, Israel as well. And it is happening right now. It is unfolding before our very eyes. And of course, we believe here in the newscast that this has prophetic implications that uh, the book of Ezekiel chapters 38 and 39 unfolds or unpacks a coming war led by Russia, an invasion force, a latter days invasion force led by Russia and including Iran that will come against Israel. The good news is that invasion force will meet its demise on the mountains of Israel, but that day is coming and we see the prophetic chess pieces moving on the board right now. Hey, before we go, speaking of drones and Iranian drones in particular, U.S. forces said yesterday, Monday, uh, August 15th, that the Al-Tanf military base in Syria. Now it's located uh, near the Syrian Jordan, Jordanian border and a stone's throw from Iraq as well. They said that that base was targeted yet again and some 900 US troops, by the way, are still stationed in Syria, but that base in Syria was targeted yet again by attack drones. Now the attack was repelled. It was multiple drones according to US forces there and we don't know who did it, but clearly all eyes on Iran once again. Those Iranian-backed Shia militias in Iraq and Syria have a long track record of launching drone attacks against U.S. forces in the region. So the timing is very interesting. And thankfully, again, no one was injured. This attack was repelled, but the timing comes as Iran kicks off this two-week drone tournament it flexes its muscles, its drone know-how once again by getting its proxies to launch drones at a U.S. base, no less, 
And finally on timing, this comes as the Iran nuclear deal. Folks, it's still on the table. U.S. negotiators are still at the table in Vienna trying desperately to save this disastrous deal. Talk about boldness on the part of the Iranian regime. Not only targeting, as we laid out on yesterday's newscast, author Salman Rushdie on U.S. soil, targeting former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, former National Security Advisor John Bolton on U.S. soil, now launching or getting its proxies to launch drones at a U.S. base, and yet they're still at the table. And the U.S. has not walked away. It's hard to see what will make the Biden administration finally throw up its hands and walk away from the table. They are desperate to forge a new Iran deal to the great detriment of the United States, Israel, Sunni Arab nations in the region, and the world. We're keeping a very close eye on it. Of course, we will break it down more tomorrow on that live stream again between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern time right here on the channel. We will be live and bring those questions for the Q&A session. Make them good. Tune in tomorrow for the live stream. Until then, thanks for being with us today. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.